It brings us into remembering that everything's within us. Everything we want is within us. When we can breathe, get into our body, everything's already there. You know, that next inspired action is there. The belief we needed is there. It's all there. Hello, welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. My name is Talia Joy, and today I'm sitting down with Leah Party. I love this interview. You're going to love Leah. She's an alignment mentor and host of the Bare Naked Soul podcast, and she's talking today all about how to find joy and find presence in your breath, the power of the present moment, and how this all comes into manifestation. And I know you're going to love this fluid conversation. So without further ado, let's welcome Leah onto the show. Hello, Leah. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited you're here. How are you today? I'm doing good. Really sinking into the day as it is and taking it as it comes. And um, yeah, so grateful to be here and excited to chat with you. So why don't you start by just sharing with us a little bit about what you do and who you are, where you're from, all that good intro stuff. Let us get to know you a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. So my name is Leah Party. I'm an alignment mentor and I'm a a breathwork facilitator. I'm in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So other side of the world, not the world, but um, similar weather though, kind of similar weather, kind of similar vibe a little bit. Um, and what I do, I mean, I'm, I'm just someone who has allowed myself to really explore so many different passions in the spiritual realm and in the healing arts, if you will. So what, what I'm currently working on is a book, which is a, a memoir, and it's truly about coming into the present moment and embracing life as it is. So I'm working on that. Um, I do a lot of in-person events, retreats, very passionate about bringing women together in, in real life, so to speak. Um, I host the Bare Naked Soul podcast. And yeah, I'm just kind of ex- allowing myself to just explore and play with all the different things that I'm passionate about and teaching people how to really come into who they truly are on the inside and find the joy within um, versus trying to find it in the outside world. So using every modality to kind of teach that. Mm, I love that. You just really lay out like the seeker's path, you know, like multi-passionate, multi-talented. I have so many clients that say like, should I be the yoga teacher or should I do the breath work or should I do the Reiki or should I, I'm like, bring them all in. That's like, you know, we, we really learn and sometimes focus more on one thing than other in different, you know, seasons of our life or we're passionate about it, but it really, they all come together to help us. So I love that you just keep exploring and seeking and bringing that more and more into your work. Um, yeah, that's really, that's really beautiful. I definitely know the path of, of that multifaceted, multi-passionate, like, Ooh, what's over here? And Ooh, what's over here? And I always personally get so much out of all of these different avenues that I go down. I'm sure that's the same for you, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you know, some of them, I I've gone through many phases in my business where I got really into one, one subject and, and then kind of wasn't for me, wasn't a good fit, allowed it to drop off. And you learn a lot from those too. You learn a lot from allowing yourself to explore different areas until you find what really, really does resonate with you and and what's kind of feels the most aligned. So I think it's important, important to allow ourselves to explore and play and not just be like boxed in. So if we wanted to be boxed in, we could go get a corporate job, right? Which there's nothing wrong with that, right? Or tell ourselves we have to, we have to only be a stay-at-home mom and we can't do anything else. It's like, no, we get to do all the things. 
there's no right or wrong here. We don't have a, a guide map. So let's just play. I love that. It's so true. And by allowing things to drop off and by going with sort of what I would say, like your joy and being, you know, being an explorer and a seeker, you also find the things that really do resonate, like you said, over time, but then you also give yourself the time to make them yours, right? Like no two breathwork facilitators are the same. And I always say that when I do intuitive readings and I mean, it it just is who I am. They're all intuitive, but I'm like, I have no idea how other people do this, except the people I've been to, this is how my gifts work. And so whether, even if you're both NLP certified or you have the same certification, your style of teaching, your style of translating the energy or the information is going to be different. So I love that giving yourself also space to play in that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We all have something so unique to bring to the table and and making it our own is how we find that success in it, right? Kind of putting our own trademark on it, our own spin on it. I think so often we feel like, but I don't have my own spin. I don't have my own, just play, play and explore and use your art, your, you know, creativity until you find that and and allow yourself to just be yourself more and more and more express that until you do kind of have your own thing, you know? Mm -hmm, Totally. That's like basically entrepreneurship. You know, everyone wants the formula, but it's like kind of explore, do your own thing until you have your own way. And I wish I could make it easier or more clear, but that's really what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the more that we just be ourselves, like that's the secret, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, I wanted the actual, I wanted like the marketing secret for so long. Like, just tell me what I need to do to be so successful. But the secret was just being me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that. that. That's like a good book title. The secret was being me. <laughs> that's good. Um, so I'd love to hear a little bit about what led you here. I mean, I'm a lot of us didn't just have this epic, you know, cushy experience. And one thing easily went to the next. It's usually quite the story or the journey to get here. But what really led you to self-development and breath work and all these deeper things and then deciding to help others with it? I'd love to hear a little bit about your story. Yeah. So I was doing, I was well into the corporate world, really plugging away, really wanted to climb that ladder, Um, reading all the books on how to be successful in my field, which was sales, Um, all the books on how to be successful in that. And I got my MBA and I was just like plugging away, plugging away, Um, ended up a sales manager running a department with my sales team. Um, but as I, as I was working in sales, I think where it all kind of started was I, I was doing a lot of very uncomfortable things like cold calling on the phone in person, just pitching myself to get rejected like 90% of the time, right. Or hung up on or whatever. And that's really, really hard, you know, um, for humans to be rejected like that. It's so unnatural. It's the opposite of especially being a perfectionist people pleaser, right? So, um, In that challenge, I kind of decided one day I just realized, wait a minute, I could make this part of the game. Like, what if every time I put myself in this uncomfortable situation, I saw it as a way for me to grow? And it was like one little step more for my confidence. So that kind of eventually became um, a big part of what I taught. So I, that kind of led me on, on a personal development journey, but there was nothing really spiritual about it yet. Right. And then somehow I stumbled upon the book, The Secret. (laughs) And that was kind of, you know, 
I was like, whoa, law of attraction? Like, what is this? I've never heard of this before. No one's ever talked about this to me. It's so opposite of everything I'm learning in the corporate world and all the things they say you need to do to be successful. And it really, it really felt like truth. You know, when you read those books that just feel true. Um, So I dove into more spiritual books. I dove into the spiritual podcast world, right? Um, Listening to shows like this and started to just really feel like I was coming home to myself. I started to feel like to started to realize that joy was actually within me. Um, And so I wanted to, to teach what I was learning to people. I started a blog. I was mostly teaching on confidence at first. That was my first thing, if you will. Um, I became a certified life coach. Um, and then the journey just unfolded from there. It was, um, you know, a year, a year, maybe a year and a half of doing both my full-time job and my business, like going crazy ham, trying to get my business off the ground, um, eventually left my corporate job and, yeah, then I just, you know, I definitely went through the times when I felt like, okay, I have to have a niche, can't do more, you know, I took it so, so, so seriously, where everything was a big deal, you know, my engagement and my numbers, my followers and all these things were such a big deal. And I was so wrapped up in it. And, um, you know, eventually, it didn't, it didn't go as well as I thought, right, right away, it didn't go as well as I thought, because I thought, after I <laughs> stumbled upon a lot of business coaches who said you could make 20K months overnight, I said, oh, well, I can at least do that in the next year, right? So I started to realize it wasn't going to be as easy as I thought. And that was the most beautiful gift I ever got because it led me into this place of surrendering. And really, I had so much like time and space all of a sudden to really be with myself and go on this journey within and just learn to accept life as it was instead of trying to make my life be exactly the way I wanted it to be. So I looked like I wanted to look exactly like everybody else in the internet and have exactly what they had. And I just learned to let it go and be okay with each day as it comes and each part of my journey and each phase and each cycle. And so that, yeah, that was so transformational for me. Um, how I get into breath work. I mean, I got really into meditation like right away when I entered the spiritual journey and sort of had my awakening, if you will. So got really into meditation, discovered breath work, was really into these tools that we just have in our bodies already that allow you to really access that present moment and tune in every day, uh, multiple times a day to what's truly going on inside, right? And stop looking for everything on the outside. So eventually became certified in breath work. And yeah, my my deepest intention, I would say, is to bring people into the present moment, to bring people into the here and now, to, to teach people through these different modalities, coaching and retreats and events and breath work and I do Reiki, like bringing people into this moment, into the realization that, it's all we have and your problems aren't here. So it's a great place to be because your problems aren't here. Your problems are in the past or they're in the future. They're not here right now in the present moment. So if you can tap into this moment, it's just joy. 
Yes. I love everything that you said there. And our journeys have been so similar in so many ways. And that has been a powerful part of mine as well. And how many times had you heard the present moment, be in the present moment, maybe even read the power of now. Like I remember reading it when I was kind of in my most chaotic state and I was looking at it like, okay, this is going to tell me how to manifest more money. (laughs) And I had it through that lens. I'm like, okay, the present. And then going back later as those teachings deepen and going, oh, this is truly the secret. This is truly where creation happens. And that's been something even in the last six months, I've been going through my own quantum leap. And it was a deepening in that. Like self-development doesn't happen later when I have time for the workbook. Self-development isn't even later when I'm meditating or personal or source or all connect with source later when I have a quiet moment. It's right now. And that I get giddy because I'm like, oh, like you're saying, it's available to me right now. That inner Tahiti, as Wayne Dyer says, that inner place of peace is in the present moment. And I just love that because how healing was that on your journey? I bet that was so transformative. Um, What was that like sort of before and after you really deepened into that? So before I really went on a deep journey with that, I was always, always future focused. So I'm not someone who worries about the past. I'm not someone who really got caught up in things in the past, but I was someone who was hundred percent of every minute of every day thinking about the future, mm-hmm. projecting my happiness down the road when that thing happens and that book, I get, I'm a best-selling author and I'm this and I'm that. And my happiness was always down the road. So when I sunk into those, the teachings of the here and now, And started developing like my own kind of sacred journey within and oh, just living that way. Because like you said, it's one thing to read the book, you know, read a book on manifestation, but not actually be actively living through that lens. Mm -hmm. Read a book on the power of now, you know, read the power of now, but not be living the power of now. So once I started really living it every day, everything changed, you know, Mm -hmm. I... I look forward to the future, but I'm, I'm rarely in the future. I'm in today and Mm. I'm able to enjoy the step I'm on. And it also allows you to, have you noticed, you know, detaching somewhat from the future and, and having goals and having a desired outcome, but not being obsessed with it, grabbing it. Right. When we let go of that and we sink into now, it's like, there is a power to it because we're not doing things as a means to an end anymore. We're doing things for that activity. We're pouring ourselves into this activity in front of us rather than just seeing it as a stepping stone to get us to the next step, to get us the next step and the next thing. Do you feel that? A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. And the sort of beauty um, thing about it is it does help you manifest things in the future. Like those things that you say you want in the future that by the way, are inevitable. You get to have them. I always say that to my people, right? What you desire is meant for you, but it comes from how you are right now. So by you, like you stay pouring your focus into the present moment, whether you're writing a blog or you're with your kids or you're checking the mailbox, like being in the present moment actually boosts what I would say your magnetism. That's how I like to say it, which does help you attract the clients and whatever else more than hunching over computers stressed about how you're going to make 20K months. And I only have four days left in the month and I was supposed to make 20K by now. That just will never get you there. But this present moment, yeah, it's 
It's incredible. And I think that's a piece a lot of people don't understand is, okay, it makes me feel good now, but there's this almost, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, this misinterpretation around, I'm just ignoring my reality, right? I'm ignoring reality by sort of being in the now and not trying to, you know, think about my, how we're going to build the business or, you know, the real decisions I have to make. It's like, I can't just ignore my life. And it's just such an interesting balance. So what do you say when people kind of have that tone of like, what's the balance between ignoring the problems in your life and being in the present moment? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So much on that. Um, you know, it, it makes me think of people, what people say toxic positivity, right? Putting a, putting a happy face on when you're really upset, just because then you can be in the good vibe to manifest or, you know what I mean? How there's that whole, I think that when we, when we live through the present moment, it doesn't mean we're not going to feel pain and anxiety and stress and all the things, but when we're present with those feelings, like I'm really big on teaching my clients and my, and everyone who follows my work to feel those when they come up, like in that moment, feel it, feel it, but don't, but you don't need to be thinking about it because thinking about it is going to make it a hell of a lot worse. Thinking about it, ruminating on it, making up stories in your head about why it's there and why you're so anxious. And you shouldn't be anxious because then you're not manifest, right? The story's got to go. We got to lean into that moment, feel the pain, feel the grief, whatever it is, move through it. And, you know, when it's logical throughout the day or whenever you make a plan, right? Like make a plan, make a to-do list, take your actions, take all of your inspired actions, but you don't have to be thinking about the future when you're, you know, getting up in the morning and and making coffee and, and doing something with your child or you're taking your dog for a walk or washing. You just don't need to always be thinking about the future because you're not solving anything. Like me, me sitting around wondering like, why haven't, why am I not a top, you know, top podcaster yet or where's my you know Lamborghini or where you know um that's not helping anything and and even just thinking about what am I going to offer next what's the price I'm going to use I think those are much more potent like the power is in that moment when you're sitting down to actually do that work sitting Mm -hmm. down to make that plan you're struggling financially sitting down to, to take a look at your budget and see what you're actually what's actually going on with your money but Letting those thoughts just ruminate while you're living your life, I think is very distracting and it like weakens us. It like waters down our potency. So I kind of feel like, I think some people do think it's delusional to like live in the, live in the now and not worry. Cause I am a big believer that worrying is like a huge waste of time, but I like kind of feel the opposite. I feel like it's delusional to walk around worrying all day long when 99% of those things aren't going to actually happen. <laughs> yeah. That to me is the delusion. <laughs> yeah. And you're also stealing your joy from this moment, um, which is what you're saying by focusing on these things. And I love that, that you're saying like, 
yes, make your to-do list, you know, do your things, pay your bills, not just floating around in the forest all day, but it's where like not allowing the story. And I love that you said that because that's what it is. It's not the thought, it's the meaning that we make, right? Or it's not the thing, it's the meaning. What does that mean about me that I'm not making enough money? So then we're going into like hyperdrive going like, okay, I'll do a course. It'll be $97 or should it be $99? And that's like, you're saying that's where for us entrepreneurs anyway, for anyone else, fill in the blanks with whatever you worry about. Cause we all do it in our mind. We all stress over things sometimes, but I love that. And the other thing I wanted to add is that if you are having a problem, say with work or you sometimes like, I don't know what to name my course and the course is coming together and the name still isn't there. If I sit here and go like, what is the name and what is the name? And now, and I'm like Googling what names sell or I'm, you know, that sort of frantic action, it doesn't come. But when I lose myself in the present moment, watering my garden or doing the dishes, pop, it'll come in. And I'm like, oh, that's what happened with a recent program I'm running activated. I was like activated. Oh, and it gave me chills, but it came in the present moment. That's where your intuition is as well as in the present moment. It didn't come from me like striving and stressing about finding the perfect name that would sell. It came to me. So it's like, that's also your attraction point of how things come to you, um, which is so, so powerful. I love that. So how did you then, I'd love to hear about the combination of breath and the present moment and why you feel that's such a powerful tool and why those two are so important in our journey. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I agree so much with what you're saying. And it's like, we just, we just create resistance to everything when we're doing that. And we're just taught our whole lives. If you just work harder, it's going to happen, but really like you said, intuition, it's not going to come when you're sitting in front of your computer, frantically freaking out. Like that is just not the access point for that. So I love that. Such a good reminder, I think for everyone, um, including me. So the breath, I mean, breath is life. Breath is our anchor. I don't know exactly what breath is. Is it our, something, is it our soul? Who knows, right? But there's something very, very, very powerful there something magical there. And it's a tool that everyone has. If you're alive, you have it. You can use it as a grounding tool anytime you need it. Um, there's, there's just so much. So, so with breath work, breath work, meaning any specific breathing pattern that we're doing, but those patterns. And when we're breathing consciously, where should we shut off the default mode network of the brain, which is that chatterbox, that overthinking that, what am I going to name my course? What am I going to do? How am I going to apply for this promotion? Or like that constant chatter, we can shut that off through the breath, which is amazing. But even if we're just taking some slow, calm breaths, you know, when you're washing the dishes, maybe, maybe tying it. So I love to teach people that if you just have a few times throughout the day where you just come back into yourself and you take a few deep conscious breaths, it separates you from the overthinking. It grounds you into your body, into the here and now. It's an access point for that, that power of the moment. So tying into um, another habit can be really helpful, brushing your teeth or, you know, maybe when you make your smoothie in the morning or your cup of coffee or whatever, it's like, Having reminders, I love sticky note reminders. I have them everywhere to just take a few deep breaths and just come into the moment. It feels so good. Mm -hmm. 
it just feels amazing. Mm -hmm. Obviously it's meant to happen. Like we are meant to breathe. We're meant to breathe. We're not meant to open up an email. Have you heard of like the email thing where like they say, when you open up an email and it stresses you out, you like, you're, you don't breathe. Mm -hmm. We do the opposite of what we're meant to do. We've, we've learned to stop breathing in moments of stress when really the opposite would make so much more sense for us. Um, and I think it's partially due to our culture and how we repress things and how we're just, we're just always locking things in and fight or flight. Like we're just, we're not very in our body as a culture. We're not into movement and, and breath and, and things that our ancestors just naturally did. We kind of have shut so much of that off. So for me, breath work as, as a way to come into the present moment, it's just something that you have that can be that anchor for you that just needs to become a habit. It just needs to become a habit. It needs to be something that we do throughout the day. Whenever we think of it, whenever we feel resistance, whenever we feel, you know, emotions coming up, just making that habitual alone can be life-changing. Mm, I love that. I love the way you talk about it too, because it kind of breaks that idea that we have to sit down and do a 45 minute breath work session every day in order to experience breath work. So I, you know, and, and I'd also love after this to talk a little bit about healing. Cause I continuously, I've experienced times where I'm doing breath work and just all of a sudden I'm bawling and I don't even know why. Um, and it's so powerful. And sometimes in and out the nose feels different than in, in the nose, out the mouth and different things where it feels like it touches different things within me when I kind of get into it, but stripping all of that back and saying, it's the breath that you already have. It's remembering to take a deep breath. And that I've gone through that a little bit recently where I'll just catch glimpses of myself and I'll be aware that I'm breathing in what feels like the top 2% of my lungs. Like I'm just like, and I don't even realize I'm just doing stuff. I'm making dinner. And all of a sudden I'm like, whoa. And now that I've learned so much about the nervous system and different things, I'm no expert, but I've learned a lot about it. I'm recognizing these times where I'm like in tension and I'll just take one big breath to kind of clear out the lungs. And all of a sudden the following breaths are just naturally deeper because I brought awareness to it. I didn't have to stop and do Wim Hof in the middle of the kitchen floor. I actually just remembered to breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, so I think that a lot of people feel like if I'm going to go to the next level, it requires meditating for an hour a day, right. And, and doing all these things that are time consuming. I kind of feel the opposite. I mean, yes. I mean, I've, I, I did a challenge for myself. I think it was like a one week where I meditated for an hour a day. It was like the best week of my life you know, and I, now I do, you know, 20 minutes in the morning and 20 minutes before bed. And, you know, it's great. It's wonderful. But I think the next level and even going deeper than that is just doing it throughout the day, because you can meditate for an hour in the morning and you're going to feel wonderful. But then if you go throughout the day and you get pulled into the future, the past, and you get pulled into the stories and you let them you let yourself just disappear into those, you know, like how you come back to the present moment. You're like, whoa, where was I? Whoa. Um, I think we go so much deeper when we just practice coming back. It's mindfulness, right? Coming back to the present moment throughout the day versus making it a morning routine. They're both great. But I really think like the next level thing is making it a habit that like when you're like mindful eating, 
Mm. When you're eating your meal, tasting the flavors and smelling the smells and being in the moment. And when you notice your mind trailing off, you just come back. It's okay. You just come back and doing that with everything. Sex. When I started having mindful sex, every it was so much better. Mm. I realized that even really going on this journey for years, I, I realized, huh, when I'm, when I'm in sex with my husband in, in sex, but you know, in bed <laughs> and the foreplay and all the things, my mind is somewhere else. It was like, I had this big resistance to the present moment there, even when I was present in so many other areas of my life. So mm. I said, okay, I'm going to start mindful sex. I'm going to breathe before I have sex. I'm going to just bring myself to my breath, take some slow breaths and bring myself to the here and now and let go of stories and thoughts and worries and insecurities. And then throughout the journey of sex, coming back to the present moment, how does it feel? Focusing on the feeling Mm -hmm. instead of the thoughts. And I mean, if you put that into each different area of life, it's so transformational and it doesn't require any time, which is big. You know, there's a lot of people who say, I don't have time when you can call bullshit. You're like, I see you commenting on everything on Facebook and everything. I see your Instagram. Like you have time for that. There's other people that have four kids and a full-time job and six cats. Like they don't have, like, really, they don't have time. So be honest with yourself about which, you know, what's truly going on. But you can be as you could be the busiest person in the world and still breathe during your activities of busyness mm-hmm. and still take five minutes. You know, I think a five minute meditation break where you're consciously breathing or you're doing a, a five minutes of breath work in the middle of the day can be just as powerful as an hour in the morning or at night, you know, because you're just breaking up the constant cycle of stories and overthinking. Mm, I love that. That is truly how I think we're meant to experience life, especially people that are these hardcore seekers looking to better themselves and heal and rise and, you know, free themselves really to co-create and to have this beautiful life. It is about that. And that was a huge thing years ago that shifted with me with manifestation. Manifestation used to be something I would do for 20 minutes when I'm journaling, or I would do this manifestation practice. And that is when I'm manifesting. And then as I started realizing or going like, well, why aren't I attracting the things that I do in that 20 minute practice? I realized who I am being is the constant 24 seven manifesting point. And so I'm always manifesting and it's who I'm being. And that's, I used to say to myself, like, Oh, I want to be able to manifest 24 seven, like on autopilot. And now that's what I'll say to my clients is like, my goal is to have you cause you are manifesting 24 seven anyways, but have it be who you are. So you just do attract versus 20 minutes a day or this sort of isolated instance, because also anything else can come and trump that, right? We've all had good intentions to meditate later and then, hey, an email or a child, or I just feel tired. So that's not guaranteed, but right now is guaranteed and who you are being. It just reminds me of that as you become breath, you become aware of your breath. So as soon as you are feeling restricted, you start to notice it. Whereas before you just lived in it. That's something I really feel from what you're saying is it's like, it just is, it becomes who you are as you notice it. And I think that is way more powerful. And then totally have your 20 minutes, have your 45 minutes, do the breathwork retreat. It'll all just keep getting better, but don't forget to integrate it into those moments. Right? So do you have some, I know you said habits and I kind of heard like, you didn't say association, but it heard like habits, like attaching, like 
I take a deep breath before I do the dishes or something. And I'd love to hear your tools of how you do that or how you teach clients, even how to ground into the present moment. Cause we're kind of talking about two things that are really totally, they work together. So how do you do that to someone's like, if someone's like, what do I physically do to ground into the present moment? And then also some techniques you use to like, remember to breathe. I'd love to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. The, when I'm working with clients, one of the first things that I'll have them do is set an intention as well as a, a reminder. You could have a reminder on your phone that pops up or a sticky note, whatever whatever works for you to remember at one point throughout the day, just one starting off, to take three deep breaths. Mm. It's going to feel good. It's going to begin to just spark something in you that knows the power of breath already that's innate inside of you. Um, I'm really big on starting very, very small. Like when I started meditating, I did three minutes at a time, you know, not 25 minutes. I think when you're building habits and you're starting small, it's just more, I mean, it's, it's way more likely to, um, to stay long-term versus saying, Hey, I need to do this big, crazy morning routine every day for the rest of my life. So starting small, just taking those three deep breaths throughout the day. Um, once that becomes really normal and really easy at another time of the day where you do that, and breath work doesn't have to be anything complicated, although there's lots of techniques that can be really helpful and really powerful. But something you could do is just taking a really, really slow breath and just filling up a little bit more than would naturally feel natural. So like filling all the way to the top, pause for a moment, let it out through the mouth and just be like, ah, it's like shaking your head, let it out, shake your body around, make noise with it, whatever comes out of your mouth, just let it out kind of doing like three of those and just like shaking, moving, letting everything out. And then just building on that. Almost like if you were starting to want to eat healthier. Okay. Give yourself one healthy snack to eat each day and then build on that. Build from that. You'll see you're going to feel better. You're going to build on it. Um, So for me, I do breath work almost every morning. Um, I do, you know, maybe 15 minutes of breath work followed by like 15 minutes of meditation or something like that, a combination like that. Um, I always do the breath work first because it really, I mean, it depends on the kind of breath work, but in the morning, I'm generally doing like an energy breathing session, really just like releasing what could be like stagnant emotions and filling myself up with energy for the day. Um, But yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy or complicated. Anyone can take some conscious breaths, just noticing and feeling your breath really powerful. If you are someone who breathes through your mouth, if you know that when you're breathing through your mouth, like sometimes when I exercise, I tend to breathe through my mouth, become aware of that and close your mouth and breathe through your nose. There's a lot of health and mental health benefits of of breathing through the nose because the perinasal sinuses will create nitric oxide, so which is just so healing for us. So just little habits like that. And like you said, it's it's so relatable to be to have the routine of manifestation and I'm going to do scripting in the morning and then a visualization. Then that's how I'm manifesting, but it's not It's who you're being. And so little by little, you can become someone who is mindful, who is present. And you'll catch yourself in the moments when your mind has wandered off and you just come back, but it's becomes more and more like you catch the story earlier on that your mind is taking you through. And you just have to allow yourself to like build on that. Um, versus trying to force it because we can't we can't be like upset you know if we're angry at our thoughts it's just more of our mind at work so just coming back to the now every time we catch those thoughts 
but really having that intention every day. I mean, that's been like every day. My intention is to be present every day. And it's changed everything about my life. Mm, Yeah, that is so beautiful. And that's so the way to live and to really tap into what's available to you. Cause as we were saying, like the intuition visits you there, but really that's where your joy is. Like, I love that you said a a little while ago, like it's not a means to an end. It's just doing it because right now you can experience that bit of peace. And if you're going through something really huge, really crisis mode, you'll experience a little bit of relief and that's good for you. That's okay. That's allowed. That's needed. And if you're not going through a huge upheaval or something right now, you know, you can experience, I just, that's how I get to like, almost like those energetic ecstasy states where I just feel so magnetic. I call it overflow, but it's like, that's my magnetism zone. And it's like, the most crazy manifestation portal I've ever discovered. And it always starts with the present moment and this breath. And then I allow my mind to go to things that I'm really present to how grateful I am. Not just I'm grateful for the food in my fridge. I feel like I used to always do that. I'm grateful for my home, but it wasn't like backed. But I like to think of the things that I used to desire that now I have. And there's always more we want, but what I'm living right now is, was once my dream healed eating disorder, no addictions, feeling healthy, you know, have my partner. And so even if you don't have those things, there's things that you are living now that you didn't used to, um, experience. And so sometimes I'll use that as well, which maybe isn't so much the present moment because our brain is going. Um, but I find it really helpful to get in and like breathe with those like beautiful thoughts and inspirations and like, let it sort of like build the fire in you of like, Oh yeah. Like it just, it's almost like it brings well being. It's like, it just breeds well being from this beautiful breath. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Nature for me is so, I mean, it's so grounding and my joy is in nature. And it's, have you, have you felt like when you are in nature, but you're present and you're letting go of thought and you're, you're breathing and you're just being in nature, doesn't everything come to life? It's like, whoa. And then you can really, yeah, like that's, yeah, exactly. Like I'm looking at things and look, I'm noticing the bird. I'm looking at the tree. I'm, I'm chopping the cucumber. I'm noticing it's kind of cold. Like just, yeah, the senses, it's such a good point. It's because that's what the present moment is. It's our senses without stories. It's just us experiencing life without stories. Yeah. Oh, that's so Mm -hmm. good. And yes, I find that in nature too. You like hit this point where you start to feel like you're on something where it's like everything is bright and the air feels so beautiful. If it's chilly, you're like, it's the perfect crispness. Or if it's a warm summer day, it just, everything is perfect. And it is so, I notice all these little things and how, you know, this nut that died or fell off a tree is like decomposing and now a worm's going to eat it. And it's almost like, I almost see like the totality of everything. I like can easily have, you know, um, total moments of bliss in the forest. And I find naturally something that I used to run a lot and I used to live in cities and I would run on concrete and I would always listen to music at that time because I don't even know if podcasts existed as much. And then I started doing the same thing, but then to podcasts. And I find every time I'm in nature, I don't want any music. I don't want anything in my ear. I'm naturally drawn to go headphones out. I want to be in it. And I, there's such value in that is just being in the sights and sounds and smells of nature. It's just, yeah, beautiful. Yes. I feel the exact same way. Well, it's also, it's, it's an, it's an addiction. I mean, for me, I used to be addicted to 
and, and not, not in a sense where I needed rehab or I, you know, but I was addicted to noise and distraction. And so for me, I would be uncomfortable if there was no noise, if there was no podcast, no music, no TV, I would be like really uncomfortable and, and pissed off. And I'd find the next thing I'd find my phone. And I didn't know I was, I didn't know this was happening, but we're very addicted to the noise. And so it's, that's so the opposite of how we're meant to be, right? We're not supposed to be addicted to noise. We're meant to be addicted to being, just being, we're human beings. Um, and I, I just, I hope like this, I hope one person listens to this episode and says, I want to take a different, you know, maybe I live in a city and I haven't really done the nature thing. And when I'm, when I'm running in the park, I have headphones and I'm, I think I'm going to try like walking down to the stream and just breathing and just being quiet in nature. Like if one person can do that mm-hmm. from this, like my day is made because it's, oh, it's so magical. And that is the access point for so much of our manifestation is coming into that and being open then to the ideas that come. And if you're not in storyland, then when that idea comes, you actually follow that inspired action because you're not already in the fear-based mind that's just so consuming. So maybe you have the resistant thought to, yeah, but if I take that action, what's going to, but you notice it. So you say, no, I'm going to do it anyways. It mm-hmm. all comes from that. Mm. I also find that I notice like for me, like signs and synchronicities and things like that. Um, I notice them in the present moment. And that's another thing that like, when I'm not present, I'm not noticing them. And I love driving with a good podcast episode. Like I love that stuff, but sometimes same thing, I'm going on a drive and I'm like, I'm just going to have silence. And that's when I notice like people's license plates that have reoccurring numbers or synchronicities. Or a while ago, I was asking about, you know, hiring a certain mentor. And I kind of had said like, I feel like it's right. It's right. Right. To my guides, like, come on. And I was exactly that I was driving and I chose to have it silent and I'm driving. And I noticed this billboard that just says yes on it. And it was actually like, that was the ad, but it was this billboard that said, yes. I'm like, if that's not a sign, like a literal, actual physical sign, I don't know what is. And sometimes if I was in Storyland or if I was focused on something else, I may not have noticed maybe the billboard, but how many little things and blessings pass us by, especially in nature where you see two birds and you might not notice those little tiny things. If you are in your stories or are in constant music and noise, like you say. Um, So I love that reminder. That's so beautiful. It's so true. It's, I feel the exact same way when I'm, when I'm present yeah, the signs are everywhere. And mm-hmm. if I go through a period where I'm in my head a lot and then I come out of it, I'm then it's like, oh, back to sitting and repeating numbers, right? Yeah. Back to seeing all the signs. And people yeah. will say like, I don't get any signs. Like they're, you know, I must not be doing something wrong. And it's like, no, no, they're there. You're just they're not there. in the present moment. And that's the thing I fully believe. They are all around you. The synchronistic events, the people recommending the same book, the reoccurring numbers, the looking at the clock, you know, one, 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 that type of thing. Again, with the present moment, you might not notice the clock. Whereas when I'm in the present moment and I see the the time I go, just hands on my heart, deep breath in, like, thank you. I see you sensing the support that's available to me because I'm in the present moment, not just stressed about something kind of half noticing it. So it's like you get to actually experience the synchronicities, not just kind of go, huh, weird, and kind of back on to your, I don't have enough money thought or whatever it is going on. Yeah. I feel like now you've inspired me to 
when I see repeating numbers, which when I'm in flow, I see them everywhere, which of course I agree they are there, right? When we're not in sync. But I think now when I see repeating numbers, I'm going to like put my hand on my heart and take some breaths and feel my breath. Like that might be a new little game for me to like, let me see how much more present I can be. Let me see if I can really like get into the juiciness of this beautiful gift of seeing these like confirmations. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, I I look at them like a portal and that's what I'll say to people. There are many portals and use them if you want. You don't have to, but you can, you can breathe in. You could ask like, what is this telling me, showing me, or just breathe into the well-being of that's fun. Four ones in a row. That's fun. You know, it doesn't have to be some big thing that you get out your journal, but you can also go like, what could this be telling me? And maybe in your mind, you'll be flashed to this morning when you asked for guidance for something, or you've been asking, am I on the right path? And then you see this, like sometimes those connections, we don't make them. We just go like, what does four, four, four mean anyways? And it's like, you can Google it, but it's actually just more about your alignment and what you've been asking for rather than what Google says it means. That's just my opinion, but they are, they're many portals and we can choose to utilize them if we want to in the present moment, but not when we're stressed. Mm -hmm. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I'd love to hear just a little bit in direct correlation with manifestation. How does breath work help you to call in your desires, to have that life that you're meant for and really become that magnet to what it is that you want? What would you say is there, is the connection there? I mean, to me, I feel like it's really, really simple. And I feel like you've definitely hit on it on, at least on my opinion of it, it's, it brings us into remembering that everything's within us. Everything we want is within us. And so when we can breathe into our, our body and get, get into our body and just let go of all the noise, the distraction, the stories, everything's already there. You know, that next inspired action is there the belief we needed is there. It's all there. And so I think when you're when you're aiming to manifest, which we all have things that we're aiming to manifest, ways we want to feel, experiences we want to have, everything we we desire, it's already all the guidance is within us. And I and I, you know, in my opinion, I mean, I don't even know if this is my opinion, but the way that I'm experiencing life and playing right now is. I I use the word God. That's my word for the divine intelligence that's masterminding all of this. And I I do ask for signs and I do pray and I do receive guidance. But I think, is that our intuition? Is it all one? Is it separate? I don't know, but it works. It just does. So coming into the breath and the present moment and letting go of all the stories and the fear, fear is like the biggest block to manifesting to me. Um, When we come, when we let go of all of that, we have a direct access to God, to the universe, to our angels and signs and intuition and the next right step. And then we can just be, and us just being, we're not going to become lazy. We're going to take those next inspired actions because we're going to be inspired too, because we're going to be joyful and happy and present. Mm, Yeah. And it just feels right. Like we take the action because it feels right. 
when we sink into the present moment, we are getting what is available to us now and what we're meant to focus on. You know, just just being in the now is like so much more powerful than trying to force these results that you think you should have. And I love how you explain that. It is, it's just so powerful. Um, so could you share a little bit with us about like how you serve people, also where we can find you, where you like to hang out? And I'd love to hear about your podcast a little more too. Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, I'm at it's Leah Party. If you type in Leah Party anywhere, you'll find something. My website's leahparty.com. Um, I have a YouTube. There's some breathwork videos over there. Um, I have the Breath Portal, which is my membership site for breathwork. So it's only $27 a month. There's videos ranging from 10 minutes to an hour. Um, you also get access to all my live classes. I'm doing like breathe and flow intuitive dance and breathwork workshops. And all of that is included to kind of help people build that routine and have that support and accountability to keep going back to the breath work. Yeah. And I do retreats and coaching and just all the things. I think that's it. The bare naked soul podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's my ramblings on life and the spiritual journey. It's meant to be very raw and and vulnerable and alternative health is a big focus over there. So thank you so much. This has been an absolutely incredible conversation. I'm very inspired walking away. So thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I genuinely hope that it helped you in your life and it inspired you. If you want to find more from me and my guests, make sure to check the link in the show notes, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook. I am at Talia Joy Manifestation. Make sure to take a screenshot that you're listening to the show. Come and tag us over on Instagram. Let us know your takeaways. We love to hear about people manifesting their dream lives. So make sure to check the link in the show notes. There are also some free goodies down there for you. I'll see you in the next episode.